Coming up, we're going to review Universal Orlando's smallest hotel, Aventura, on this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. And like I said, today we are going to be talking about our experience at Universal's Aventura Hotel. And when I say we, I mean not just me, but also a couple of great people, including Erica Resnick. Hi, friends. Hey, making, I believe, your debut yeah, on the Disunplugged Universal Edition. <laughs> Good, good, good stuff. And then the man who stayed in the room itself overnight, holding on to bloody pillows for dear life, Ryan. Yucky, yucky. (laughs) Well, we're not going to make that stick with Universal. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. uh, So uh, just to give you context with it, uh, we did have our hotel room paid by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, for the day, not paid by Universal, so we could go over, experience the property, and Rhino could review the room. And uh, he was the only person who spent the night, so we previously have released a room tour slash review where Rhino took us through the room and then also uh, reviewed his stay there. So we're going to be a little bit more brief on that, spend more time today talking about the property itself and going over it, really giving our opinions on whether or not you should be staying at Universal's Aventura Hotel. So we are going to get to that in a second, but before we do, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the support of one of the awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no obligation quote. Okay, let's start at the beginning with this overview, review, whatever we will call it. Uh, Universal's Aventura Hotel is a, I said it's the smallest hotel uh, because that sounds shocking because it's actually a 17-story hotel. It is very tall. But, however, there are not a lot of rooms in the hotel, which is wild because you're like, how can it be such a tall tower but have so little rooms? But once you're standing inside, you kind of understand it. I mean, it's it's literally a tower of fidget spinners that are just stacked on top of each other. Uh, and so each hallway really only has like, what, six, seven rooms on each side. So there's not a lot of real estate in there. But – Uh, Universal's Aventura Hotel is described as a, and this comes directly from Universal, it's described as a modern and stylish place to stay. This perfectly priced hotel offers great views of all three Universal Orlando theme parks and is underscored by a design that is vibrant, free-flowing, and calming. It's your chill zone, your party place, your hangout, your refuge, and it's just (laughs) plain cool. A dedicated walking path from Aventura takes you straight to Universal's Volcano Bay. Plus, you'll get exclusive theme park benefits that come with being a Universal Orlando hotel guest, including early park admission to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter up to one hour before the parks open. So that's how Universal officially describes it. I would choose to not use a lot of the words that they use. Uh, It is definitely modern, and you could argue that it is stylish, but at the same time, I could 
also argue that it, there's a lack of style. It's very minimalist mm-hmm. more than it is stylish. That's my opinion, at least. Yeah, I wouldn't use the word vibrant to describe. Was the word vibrant in there? I think I locked onto the word refuge. Was that yes, it does say vibrant. vibrant. Oh. Underscored by a design that is vibrant, free-flowing, and calming. Uh, and I yeah, vibrant, vibrant is yeah. the opposite. It's the it's a white with accents of like blues and, and grays. It's yeah. not... Uh, so I can understand the yeah. calming effect, but vibrant. Yeah, I, I wouldn't no. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do feel like we chilled out there a little bit, so it is kind of a chill zone. Party place. Uh, there was definitely people partying there. On Too bad we couldn't be one Bistro. of them. We weren't one of them. We'll get to that, though. Uh, but, yeah, it was a hangout. I don't know about refuge. I hate using that. I hate that, that word. <laughs> like, uh, doesn't feel necessarily calm there. But for, wh- for what? Like I don't like that. Yeah. It's okay. We don't have to get locked in on that. But uh, let's do a location breakdown here because Universal Orlando is quite the uh, sizable resort. So you will find Universal's Aventura Hotel right next to Lowe's Sapphire Fall Resort. And again, it's not hard to find because it is a 17-story hotel. It sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, you will see it from I-4. You'll see it right beside mm-hmm. Volcano Bay. It is, it's right there. You can't miss it. Uh, also, because of its proximity next to Lowe's, Sapphire Falls Resort. If you are driving onto the property, pay attention to the signage about parking because you might find yourself ending up in the parking lot for Sapphire Falls versus the parking lot for Aventura. I'm not saying anyone in this room Uh. made that mistake and then was confused about, well, I can't find my car in the parking garage. (laughs) Where is it at? Again, I'm not saying someone in this room (laughs) did that. It's just something to be mindful of. Pay attention to the signs. It is one parking lot that is parking garage that's connected, but there's a big solid wall between the two. Yeah, so and you cannot you jump across. No. Someone in this room may know more about that, though. <laughs> Not saying who. I don't but, know. Uh, so also, besides being right beside Sapphire Falls, it is right across the street from Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Uh, do not just run across that street. It is very dangerous. If you just walk a little ways down, there's a nice, safe uh, connecting pathway uh, that takes you over a bridge. Do that. Don't run across the road. If you have to go to Cabana Bay, I still don't understand why there's people running across that road. Happens all the time. I've almost hit them when I'm going to get on (laughs) I-4 or off. Good for them. (laughs) Uh, But I just mentioned that walking path uh, that can get you to Cabana Bay if you need to go there. Uh, The walking path will also take you to City Walk. And, uh, you know, Universal's hotels all in this this area, their main campus, they're all connected together. Uh, as you move further down to Dockside and Surfside, uh, it is a different walk. You're a little bit more off property. You're not even really on property in that way. But this is all connected by walkways. It's very, very safe to walk uh, this this direction. There's plenty of lights. However, you know, also be careful. You can never trust anywhere anymore, unfortunately, in the mm-hmm. society that we, we live in. Uh, if you do decide to walk, it takes you, I'll say, approximately, uh, I'll say 18 minutes. Uh, we timed ourselves. We did a little race because you also have the option to use their bus transportation since it is a little bit of a distance. Erica took the bus. Did you start your timer while you started waiting or once you boarded the bus? Do you remember? I, I think, think I started when, when I, you were waiting. when I was waiting. Um so 
the bus came shortly after I started waiting. And then I think I made it to City Walk um, at about like a 10 minute range. But then you have to remember you need to walk from City Walk. You need to go through security to then get to the park. And that can in total took about like 20 minutes. You're very close with your numbers there. I still have all the screenshots okay. from them. Uh, I do believe you started it when you started waiting for the bus to really test that. Uh, it took you 16 minutes and 35 seconds to get to the drop-off point okay. at Universal City Walk. And then by the time you made it through security to City Walk, you were at 20 minutes and 31 seconds. There you go. So it's all very close. You know, as long mm. as the bus is running on time, it's very close to uh, to what it would be to walk, but you do have those options. It just depends how much you want to walk. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a third option too is because it is right beside Sapphire Falls. You know, you could technically walk through that hotel and jump on their water taxi and take that across too. I don't condone that because it is a perk of staying at that hotel or the premier hotels. So it's one that like belongs to them. But at the same time too, I'm that guy at Walt Disney World that I jump on the resort monorail when it seems like it's slower than the express one. So I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of, you know, trying to find the best transportation, but that is an option that you can take. And, uh, when you do the walking path, you walk all the way past Sapphire Falls, past Royal Pacific Resort, and you eventually end up at security and the entrance to City Walk that is right beside Margaritaville. So if you're, mm-hmm. if you want to like spend a lot of time at Islands of Adventure, you will just like pop in yeah, right there. You're only a few steps from the entrance. Yep. And uh, I mentioned during the description that there's a dedicated walking path from Aventura to Volcano Bay. And when we mean like a dedicated path, it's almost embarrassing how short it is. Like you feel like it's a walking path. It's not. Uh, right outside of the pool area of, Volcan- of Aventura Hotel, there's a gate. And then you walk down like a small ramp and you're right at the bus drop off for – Volcano Bay, and then you just have the walk under the bridge to get to Volcano Bay. So uh, the only place you can be closer is staying at Cabana Bay and using that entrance. But uh, super, super convenient if you're spending a lot of time going to Volcano Bay. Something we did not do, but we could have. Mm. We, we had the option. We just didn't. We chose to go to the parks with our little bit of time because I think that was more helpful finding the distance to City Walk in the parks. That's where you're going to spend most of your time. Anything else to say about the location? I know I just talked a lot on that, but I feel like I mentioned everything. I mean, no, I'm, I like it because you, you, I, I think it gives you options in terms of, um, you know, because uh, you, you've got like the Swizzle Lounge inside of um, inside of Cabana Bay, and then um, what's the what's the bar inside of Sapphire Falls? Uh, oh, the rum one. I forget. Yeah, called. strong water. Yeah. And, um, so that's nice. So I think like it being nestled right between those two hotels gives you a little bit more, like you could hop and try different dining or, or, uh, bar options or something like that. So that's nice. And uh, that's a good point to bring up. I should have mentioned it during the original, uh, breakdown on this, but, uh, Aventura hotel falls into the prime value category. So this isn't the, this isn't the bottom level. Uh, the bottom level would be just regular value and that's Surfside and Dockside. So Aventura hotel is that next level up with cabana bay and because of that uh there's you know it's it doesn't have quite the amenities that the other hotels have um and you know technically with bar 17 bistro it's a bar there is food it's 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 table service but it's not the same as like having amatista at sapphire falls or any of the other restaurants at at the premier hotels so it's definitely um 
It, it definitely feels lacking in that way, but with Sapphire Falls being right there, you can obviously literally walk right there, and you have so many other options, or Cabana Bay. So I, I feel like because of its location, you do have a lot open if you're not necessarily interested in what Aventura offers. And with that, too, with like the pools, uh, something that never gets talked about enough, but pool hopping. You gotta mm-hmm. love that with Universal. Uh, you, your key card will get you into the pools. I, if I remember correctly, because I haven't had to, I don't pool hop a lot with it. Let's be honest. I'm not a pool guy, but you can't, if you're staying at Surfside or Dockside, you can't use your key card to get into the other pools at the other hotels mm-hmm. from that. But, uh, all the, it's all connected still at, on the main campus area. So it's a good thing to have too, if you want to go and relax in a different place, but or just check it out to know for your next visit. But moving on to the rooms, uh, Aventura Hotel, as I mentioned, is the smallest hotel at Universal, only 600 rooms total. And the different room varieties, you have standard queen rooms. Uh, those come with two queen beds. You have a standard king room that has a bed and a pull-out couch. You have a deluxe room that these are the ones that are on the curves of the fidget spinner building. So they're shaped very weirdly. They're like actually kind of compartmentalized because of that awkward uh that awkward round shape but you do have those and then you have kid suites that sleep up to five guests uh besides those rooms you also technically will see if you're booking a room there you'll see skyline view and what this means is those are the rooms on the higher floors that offer an even better view so it's going to come at a little bit of a higher price point and speaking of price points for this day uh we spent approximately three hundred dollars on our room booking it last minute uh this was over spring break and you know that's not even counting parking fees uh the Mm -hmm. hotel was expensive we booked it way too last second we didn't have a lot of options with it it is what it is but if you look on universal's website you know they'll start pricing it at i believe it's right around 140 dollars for the cheapest room and this is if you uh stay seven nights yeah i believe is right now what the promotion is with it but uh it's the longer you stay the more discounts you will get in terms of the room price if you're only staying for a couple nights it's going to be drastically more expensive than if you stay for like five nights or full week. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind too when you're trying to book that room. I wanted to give uh, pricing on the rooms just to kind of give you an idea with it. So I chose chose random pricing for the summer. Uh, the first thing I chose was two nights in June, June 16th through the 18th. That's a weekend, uh, just to give you an idea. And during this time, with no discounts, you can use like a Florida resident discount and stuff, but this is just standard what they're offering. Uh, two queen or a king room would be $254 a night. A skyline view of the queen and king room would be $279 for a deluxe two queen or a king room. That would be $289 and a Kids suite was being offered for $454 and the Skyline Kids suite was $479. So those kids suites definitely jump up in price. You only get one extra person in those rooms versus the other ones. Are those rooms themed differently or no? No, no. Okay. no they are not. Uh, they're, they are themed just like Aventura. And Aventura is not themed for kids, honestly. It's great that mm-hmm. they have the kids suites. It's not, it's not for kids. No. At all. No. Um, it's not at all. Not, it's definitely meant for those young adults who are on mm-hmm. the go, go, go. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking uh, it's kind of geared towards like business people. See, 
Sapphire Falls for me is the business one. That's your convention yeah. hotel, and you know there is it's got workspace in the lobby. Yeah, and that's stuff. yeah. That's for that. This one is for uh, this one. I do feel like it can be for business, but for me, this is trying to attract those young adults without kids who are like, we think about style in class, and this has a rooftop bar that we'll have our overpriced cocktails and our bow buns at night, and. Um, there are plenty of people out there who are like that, and I'm I, I'm not in that group, but I do know there is a market for it. I just it's not me. It's not Same me. Here. However, if I was in like a major city and this was the type of hotel I booked, I'd be like, oh, this is a lot nicer than I expected. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's so it's a weird double standard. In like, Orlando, it's like it's boring, but if this was in any other city, I'd be yeah. like, oh, thank God I didn't pick a dump. If we had stayed in a hotel <laughs> like this in like Seattle. You'd be like, whoa, we're yeah. in the big city. Well, it's like, like, I've yeah. booked three or four hotels in like New York City over the past couple of years when we'd have to pop up there. And it was always like rolling the dice because the pictures always look great online. Yep. And then you get there and you're like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, is this an hourly room or a yeah. room? Oh, yeah. Yikes. Um, but finishing up the pricing for it. So next one, I'm moving for a full week. Uh but this I'm pushing to August, so kind of like right before things get crazy and like during scare season for Universal, which is a popular time. But uh, the kind of the last week of August, uh, there is because of the amount of nights I added to it, there is a discount attached to it. Uh, and here's where you're going to see it. So a standard two queen and king room would start at $144.20. So we're talking a full $110 cheaper off the price, but you know, you're also having to stay for seven nights versus two nights, uh, for a skyline queen or king room, $162 for a deluxe queen and king room, $169 for a kid suite. I don't know because it wasn't available and I gave up trying to find a kid suite for a week cause I could not find anything, but definitely this is where you're seeing that base pricing that universal is offering. It is it's possible to get to there, but you have to stay enough nights. And uh, as for the rooms themselves, we'll get to it in just a second here. Let's run over the amenities. We have internet, coffee maker, outlets. I hate that that's a listed amenity, yeah, but, but yeah. it is. Imagine it getting is. in the room and being like, where do I plug this in? And they're and, like, oh, no, 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 no. If you look here on the amenity list, no outlets are included. We'd like to keep it very Amish up here. There are a lot of outlets, so I will give it that. There was a decent amount of outlets. Uh, moving on from there, though, hair dryer, in-room safe, iron and ironing board, Ooh. mini refrigerator, TV, and toiletries. And then, of course, uh, the kicker with all of this is that the room is actually all running off of the smart tablet that is placed inside your room, your iPad that's in there. Uh, that will control stuff like the room lights, your TV, the air conditioning slash heater uh if you need to call down for extra towels or anything you can it'll be a man it won't be a robot (laughs) it it could be a robot though this the hotel does have robots that you will sometimes see in the lobby roaming around that are supposed to like bring you towels and toiletries if they are uh, plugged in long enough to be functioning it's a cool little feature when you see them wish we could have saw them a little bit more uh you can also look at all the menus uh for the restaurants the tablet it's a it's a cool option but uh, rhino really went in depth with the room on the room tour and review so i really recommend that uh we didn't share our thoughts on it though 
so I can't tell you about the sleeping experience. I did lay on one of the beds uh, after Erica and Corey left. Uh, Rhino and I, we had like three or four beers in the room <laughs> and just uh, hung out in there. So I, I sat on the bed for a while and it was not super comfortable. It was way too firm for me and also felt kind of like a cheap mattress. Um, the rooms are just so cold. They're not, it's not calming for me. It's yeah, just, but ironically, it's they're not actually cold. So, like, I, I want to be very clear. They weren't very cold, just emotionally. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not impressed with that style. Again, in a major city, I would be like, this is a great room. So clean. So, so chic. Chic. But at Universal, it's like, oh, this is underwhelming. Yeah. yeah I agree with you. I thought it was kind of underwhelming. I liked the view that we had when we walked in and saw outside. But to me, the room just kind of felt a little bland. Yeah. Well, we got lucky with our view because we yeah. had about the premier theme park view that you could possibly get. I don't believe we paid for the Skyline room. I could be wrong about that. I would have to go back and check. But I was sure ours was just a standard. And when we got there, they asked, like, oh, do you have a preference? And I think we said, well, as high up as we can possibly be. And so we were on the eighth floor, seventh floor or eighth floor. I think it was. So eight. it was we were kind of right in the eight. middle of the building. But it doesn't take being that high up to get a good view and like ours was looking right out at islands of adventure yeah, we and saw the Lost Universal. yeah well at night rhino and i were watching um the hogwarts castle show was shooting off the fireworks and uh, a lot of people during rhino's room tour and review were like well why didn't you show us the view at night if it was so good uh i don't remember if rhino filmed it and if I was the one who filmed it it was on the memory card that i had that unfortunately I deleted all the footage, so this I'm going to spoil it now because it's been out and no one's noticed it, but the room tour review that we did, Rhino and I filmed the outro to it, sharing his thoughts on the room like a month after the stay happened because I just – I don't know where it went. I thought – like I have the folder on my hard drive that said like Aventura memory card too, and then I went to open it up to put it all together and nothing was in there. I'm like, oh. Okay, well, we have to go and redo it. And actually, I think he did a better job the second time around. But for everyone who's going back to rewatch it now, you will notice the hair. how Rhino's hair has a big stripe on the side uh, cut into it for the entire thing. And then you get to the end, and it's just completely grown in and definitely longer than uh, his haircut from the first one. Because that first one, he had a he had a sharp haircut. It was right before he was traveling to Texas, I believe. So he had to look good for all those Texans. I did. <laughs> okay. Hey, it paid off. People were like, "We like your hair." Yeah, it's like so, I like I like your food. <laughs> so these are probably I'll, I'll just reiterate it. These are probably my least favorite rooms at Universal. Uh, mm-hmm. I've mine too. I just every other hotel I prefer. I prefer the charm of Cabana Bay. I even Surfside and Dockside. Those rooms are technically cheaper, but. I like the theming of it. I like the picnic tables that they have in those suites. I I like the design overall better, the beachy feel with it. These are just too plain. Yeah, I out of the two in that prime value area, I would rather be at Cabana Bay. I just I yeah. love it. I I'm someone that needs a pop of color and things to do, and I felt like there weren't things to do at Aventura. Like I know at Cabana Bay I could go bowling if I wanted to. Yeah. There are two two pools. Yeah, yep. I could walk around, and I just feel like the resort is just a little more fun yep. and inviting. 
um, than going to Aventura. I agree. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the only color you really get in the room is the TV that mm-hmm. is also comically small for the yeah, wall. Yeah, that's the part that yeah. took me by surprise when I got in there. I was like, oh, this doesn't fit this wall at all. And <laughs> there's no Mm-mm. art around it. No, it's fine. So any other, I know, Rhino, your thoughts and reviews on it came uh, way after, as I just said. But anything that, since we recorded that and released it, any any more follow-ups on it that you thought about with it? Um, well, I was thinking about when you were saying about the the aesthetic and stuff um, while we were talking about it. And, like, I get it. Like, for us, I, personally, I'm going to a theme park. I like the theme. Like, some sort of theme in the hotel is fun. Not to say that this one doesn't have it. Like, we, we said, we described it. And I try to think like somebody coming from a small town or maybe a more rural area is going to come and see that hotel and they're going to be like, wow. You know what I mean? So like it just, yeah, exactly. And so like, I don't, I, I, it might not connect with us, but I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it in a way of be like, this place is a dump. Like, because it's it's clean. It is clean looks. It is, it is, it is. But we like, we like, I mean, Erica just said it, the pop of color. We like, a little more vibrancy, um, you know, and um, for me, I just, it was f- like, I think you worded it perfectly. I think if this had been a hotel I booked like New York or Seattle or somewhere or Chicago, somewhere I'm going like that, I'd be like, wow, I booked a good one, yeah. you know, but for here, it was kind of like, oh, well, yeah. there's it's, other, other choices fine. I'd rather stay in, I think, on yeah. universal property. You're missing the themed aspect of yeah. it, definitely there. And uh, yeah, it's... um. I, I just, I, I wish I was more impressed with it. I mean, if you get it at the right price point, obviously, I wouldn't say don't go with it. But uh, just, uh, just don't have the uh, the highest expectations if if a themed room is really what you're into. And the last thing I'll say with it too, uh, based on the review that we released, uh, they do have bedspreads on top of those beds, uh, bed covers, and uh, Rhino likes to sleep on top of those and then puts a blanket on him to try to be more clean. And as the uh, people who commented let us know very kindly, uh, those don't ever get washed. Uh, they are covering up the sheets that were washed under it. So don't be a Rhino. Don't <laughs> sleep on the disgusting cover. Sleep under the sheets that are hopefully cleaned. Well, uh, the oh. bloody pillow wasn't a great indicator. And one, one again, one person said it could have been a rust stain. So, for your sake, I'm thinking it was just that. When I sleep I at think night, I'm going to tell myself I think it was that too. <laughs> I think it was blood. But uh, moving out of the room, uh, dining options. I'm going to go from least exciting to the most exciting, and we'll start with bars, uh, specifically pool bars and lobby bars. Uh, the pool bar is Bar Soul. And it is open sporadically throughout the day. Like Rhino and I went over there. It was like noon and the pool bar wasn't open. <laughs> so, yeah. But then other days it is. But I think it was closed currently. It was closed because the weather was in the area. So I think no one was at the pool. So why have the bar just overstaffed in that way? Um the lobby bar is Bar Ventura. There are, you know, cocktails there and beers on draft. And that opens up right around, I believe it was four o'clock that Bar Ventura opened up. Yeah, it I think so. stayed open till about 10 o'clock. So, uh, relatively short operating hours, but you know, a cute little lobby bar. Now it, it cannot fit more than 20 people in that no, entire no, no. area, but no. I feel like the lobby is so inviting that you could like take your drinks uh, a little bit further 
out of that section and you still feel comfortable maybe in some of the lobby seating area or in the quick service that is right there in that area uh urban pantry as well as the starbucks that's right beside it's all one giant food hall in that area is the best way to say like there's there is some small separations but it's like starbucks is connected to urban pantry is connected to bar ventura all together they're just all in that same little environment surrounding each other hmm surrounding within each other uh so yeah starbucks you have a lobby starbucks there big one get everything that you expect from starbucks get your pink drink mm-hmm. no that's popular all right i mean hello four years ago yeah get it together what's the Jeez. most popular drink right now oh, i'm not um, gonna tell you <laughs> probably Is it that pineapple one that pineapple pink drink i don't follow that probably like the oat milk shake and espresso that seems like a popular one. Oh no, wait. One. There yeah, there is a new there is a new craze. I did see there was a new craze. And I cannot remember it, but they were basically like people hate making it. I forget what it was. It has a really bizarre ingredient inside of it that oh. sounds like something you shouldn't drink. Olive oil. I didn't even know about this drink. I got to research. You could do that research. Well, on it. it'll make um, you regular. I will say that I was just at the Starbucks at Disney Springs and I saw multiple pink drinks being ordered. So, it's still popular with some people. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, so is Facebook. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Uh, MySpace, not so much anymore. That's a throwback joke. Erica doesn't even understand it. I She's know. like, what? what? I know Who's Who are these grandpas I'm working with? <laughs> What's an MP3 player? I had What's an MP3 Napster? player. <laughs> I had an MP3 player. I didn't have a MySpace. I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace. Who's Nicole Kidman? That's right. When you showed up for work today, did you expect to be bullied for being young? <laughs> You know what? I always think it's going to happen, and today was the day. There today we go. was the day. We chose violence today. <laughs> okay. We chose a youthful violence today. We did. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Urban Pantry. This is, a, as I already said, the whole dining area is a food hall. This is the specific food hall portion. Uh, there's an Asian station that has sushi at night. It has, uh, it has some uh, uh, noodle bowls. You can have that you just you get your asian fare there but it's only like half open for lunch it's fully open for dinner uh they have a pizza station that is open at night for pizza not during lunch uh for lunch basically the only thing you have to choose from is the roast area and that's where you're getting your burgers your chicken sandwiches salads uh we already released our review of mm-hmm. that which i thought the food there was serviceable mm-hmm. i mean yeah. I, I wish we would have ate a bigger meal because uh the yep. other restaurant there <laughs> left us very disappointed and i got grumpy yeah i was but, hangry yeah <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Urban Pantry, honestly, it's solid quick service. If there's something there that you like, you're good. You don't have to go to another place to have something else. Uh, but, yeah, the only problem is if you don't want, like, if you do roast during lunch and then you want to go back there for dinner, uh, like, yeah, you have to kind of do pizza or the Asian or you're, like, you're just you're eating another burger or another yeah. type of sandwich. There's not – I feel like they're lacking in a little bit of diversity in terms of the food options. But – it's quick service. What do you What do you also expect? It felt more grand when it first opened up. It felt like they cared a little bit more. Yeah, more, it, it, I will say the vibe during the day definitely felt a little more ghost town by Adam Lambert. Yeah. But you're supposed to be at the parks having fun. 
And at night, everyone makes their way up to Bar 17 Bistro. Uh, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. It opens Literally. daily at 5 o'clock p.m. and is usually open till midnight or 1 a.m. And uh, you're going to find, obviously, awesome views from the rooftop. You will find 360 views of the entire area. You'll be able to see fireworks over at Walt Disney World. You'll see everything at Universal. You'll see SeaWorld. You'll see the Orlando Eye. You'll probably see planes taking off and landing. I don't know if you can see that far, but... Uh, uh, you can see the planes overhead, I'm sure, if you look hard enough with binoculars uh, or just with your own eyes, nice. whatever you want to choose. Uh, and this this place has uh, cocktails, small bites, entrees. Uh, just to go over some of the menu, there's bao buns, empanadas, avocado toast, grilled cheese, the Bar 17 burger, shrimp ceviche, salads, crispy fried Korean-style wings. Please tell me what the connection is there with all <laughs> Yeah, what's the thread? <laughs> I... So food. food. Yeah. Um I would recommend getting there early. We went up around seven thirty. Seven thirty PM. And when we got up there, there was like no tables available. And so the first thing we saw that was the only thing open was this weird, awkward, like lounge sitting uh, style area with a table very far off. It would have been a, very hard for us to do a dining review there and eat, but we were like, it's the only table. Let's do it. Uh, as we were sitting waiting for that, we saw a couple of normal tables get up and walk away. So we're like, okay, we'll jump over to one of those. And we walked up to one table and then Corey's like, no, I like the view over at the other table. And if you're wondering why Corey isn't here uh, – he just didn't want to do this with us. He didn't care. <laughs> he didn't care to talk about it. So uh, that's why it's just the three of us. But we went over to the other table, and it was still covered in food. And we asked the server if we could, you know, sit there and wait for them to clean it because there were so many people still trying to come in and get tables. Said sure. Uh, then no one ever came back to clean the table, let alone come back to acknowledge us and ask if we wanted food, drinks, water, nothing. I think um, I think the server did pick up the payment envelope that was left by the other people. Correct. And after it got to, I think it was about fifteen minutes. I finally I asked like the server. I was like, "Do you know who's covering? If somebody is covering this area?" And she was like, "Janine." I don't know. That wasn't the name she said, so I don't know. But it was a name, and I was, and then she walked away, and I was like, "Okay, who's Janine?" Like I'm thinking like. <laughs> I don't think you understood my question. Um, so we waited longer, and I waited uh, about 10 more minutes. I think we sat there for about 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, and I finally said, you know, I asked the server again. I was like, do, do you know where Janine is? Uh, like, because we've been waiting. And I showed her, like, because I, I did that thing where if it if I end up waiting, like, a really long time, I'll start doing the stopwatch thing on my phone because I want to make sure that I'm not exaggerating how long. I am because mentally I feel like we get into that position where a lot of times we do think we've been waiting a lot longer than we have. So it's like more for me than anything else. And I was, and she was like, Oh, I'm covering that area. And I was like, you just told us it was somebody else. And so it's me. And I'm like, okay. I was like, um, no, that's not how it happened. Janine at 10 more minutes went by. I said, miss, do you think you could ask for like a manager or something to come out? I'm and I am not this person to confront. And she's like, okay. I was and she's like, what? What is it for? And I was like, it's just that we've been waiting here for like almost thirty minutes and no one's even come over in the table, you know. And and I, I know it's busy and everything, but I, I don't understand what's happening. And she basically was like, I was like, I'm not sure where the girl is that you just said who was covering it. And she was like, Well, I'm covering it. And I was like, Well, you just told me it was another person. 
She was, you know, so they were like, at that point, they were like, no, no, no. So I didn't, I didn't speak to the manager because I was like, okay. I was like, she was like, cause can I do something? And I was like, no, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I was like, I'm not like really, I'm not here to like try and get you in trouble. It's just, we've been waiting there for 30 minutes and you told us it was somebody else and it wasn't. And so I was like, but so we're going to go. Yeah. So I was, but I was like, okay, like. I didn't want to get her in trouble, and I was just trying to be like, you understand why it went, went mm-hmm. wrong, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And I will say, someone in the comments of the room tour and review, because you mentioned in that, uh, the what hap- kind of what happened there, and they echoed the sentiments oh. on. It was the exact same thing. So I do believe that during probably busier times of the year that this is a natural uh, occurrence that happens at Bar 17 Bistro. So I would say, do not bang on it. Uh, you know what maybe go up later in the night try to have like a cocktail or something after the you know after you're done eating wherever you want to eat use that as your wind down at the hotel but do not count on it as your source of food if it's if it's busy that just that kind of thing should not happen and that's where it's like yeah i know at points in time they've used like an actual dedicated like a host and had it be like a normal restaurant and it desperately needed it that night. It needed, it needed something dedicated more like a restaurant than a bar. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a big, big downside to uh, the dining at Aventura. So you, we would have been better off if we would have walked over to Sapphire Falls and Mm -hmm. went to (laughs) strong water or even Amatista, which I hate and I don't ever want to go back there. I will eventually, but, uh, I would have rather tried to go over there for it, but we'll try to eventually go to bar 17 bistro outside of this, but that's why it's not part of our review because we tried and it didn't happen. So then uh, wrapping things up with the activities, uh, they have a fitness center. It's a pretty large fitness center. And did you ever make it in? Yeah, I went in. I just wish it wasn't on the second floor. Yeah. I wish they moved it a little higher because they have the treadmills looking at the letters that are on the front of the hotel. So if you were up an, one more level on like the third floor, you'd have a better view while you're working out, but they have everything you need. They got the free weights. They got the cardio machines. Um, and then they have normal machines that you would see at a gym. Yep. Um, it was pretty spacious. So, I mean, I would work out in it. Yeah. And I always dedicate one morning every like vacation to working out. And I saw it. I'm like, okay, this would work for me. <laughs> I would do it. It has everything you need. I, it has everything you need and more. And yeah. there wasn't a lot of people working out there. I was surprised how many were in there when we went in to check out the gym. Uh, there was uh, probably five, six people mm-hmm. in there, but that's more than I expect. Yeah, sometimes there was two hotels. people when I went in yeah. there. So it's definitely, you will get your use out of it if you need that dedicated space to work out when you're on vacation. You could also run on those walking paths if you want to, but it's yeah. not as fun. Uh, then also, uh, the Universal Studios store is in the lobby. I know that's not necessarily an activity, but if you need to buy stuff, if you want to buy Universal merchandise, they do have some Ventura, Aventura Hotel. <laughs> Ventura. I almost said it. The Ventura Hotel. Uh, they have some Aventura Hotel merchandise in there, too, if you want to remember your stay. Uh, and then the final amenity is the pool area, and you have this weird bean-shaped pool. It's it's a very, very strange size yeah. uh, and shape in it's how it is. It's not, a, it's not the tiniest pool, but it's it's fine for how many rooms it has. But, like, even then, it's kind of silly because, like, Hard Rock's 
pool is massive. Yeah. At least it feels massive in comparison. Hard Rock only has 50 more rooms than this hotel. But I feel like people just don't use this one. Like there's so many lounge chairs. There's a ton of lounge chairs. There's a ton of like, uh, uh, table seating that you can hang out by the pool. But the pool itself just is kind of, it's a second thought, really. It's not, I, I'm not impressed by the pool area. Me either. I walked out. I'm like, that, that's it. That's, that's the pool. All right. It was just, I, it was just like that. I didn't like the, like how it like kind of went off to the side. And there's like a little game like area, but it was like it's like a yeah. splash pad, but it wasn't a splash pad. Well, I don't know. It was like yeah, bizarre. They do have a splash pad area for kids. Not the most impressive. They have games that you can play out there, uh, ping pong and and such. So they they do have all those little weird amenities with it. Uh, there's hot tubs. Uh, they do have a fire pit at night. It gets lit up. So, you know, it's not, it, it's serviceable. Again, for any other hotel, like if you're in some random city or place, if you had a pool area that was that big and that nice, you'd be like, oh, this is, this is nice. But at Universal specifically, I mean, Cabana Bay's pool areas, they have a lazy river. They, yeah, they, mm-hmm. k- they kick the butt of this one. Sapphire Falls is incredible compared to it. Portofino's incredible. Royal Pacific, I'm always on that i don't love that hotel though uh hard rocks is great like there are so many good pools that this one just is like it's very debbie downer in that way uh but that's it so now i guess we just wrap up with our overall thoughts on it and uh, i'll i'll start so i get mine out of the way if you're staying long enough that you get that good hotel value where you're in the 150 160 170 a night uh I, I feel like it's kind of a, a no-brainer to go with because that's still a really good value for how much hotels go for. In Orlando, I mean, there are some downsides. Uh, you don't get your free express here like you do with the premier hotels. Uh, it's also not a pet-friendly hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, Lowe's hotels are pet-friendly, but uh, Universal only, uh, only Sapphire, uh, Hard Rock, Portofino, and Royal Pacific are pet friendly. The rest are not. So don't bring your pets there. It's not, there's no place for them. Don't do it. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, it's not a bad price. You're losing out on amenities, but overall, the aesthetic just doesn't work with me. So if it's the only thing on property that you can get and it's not an extravagant price point, go for it. But this is literally my least favorite hotel at Universal. It's just, it's at the very bottom. I would stay at any other before it. Yeah, I have the same exact feelings that you have. If you if you can get it at that price point, if you're going to be staying here for, you know, five or more days and this is the only one you can get, then I guess, you know, go ahead and, and get that deal. But I just feel like there's there's better places to go. Um, like in how you mentioned about the pet-friendly stuff. Um, I just feel like the, the aesthetic isn't for me, but if you enjoy that clean, um, type of modern style, then go for it. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really feeling it, but I like the, how close it is to Volcano Bay. If you're, if you want to spend a lot of time there, you can go do that and then have your nice modern aesthetic when you come back from Volcano Bay. But, it, it is my least favorite out of all the Universal Hotels. Now, Rhino, I'm going to stop you here because I know you're about to say I haven't stayed at all of them, but I know you've walked through them all yeah. and you've you have experienced quite a bit. So uh, just with 
with where you're at. Where where are you at with this hotel? Um, no, I, I was gonna say that it's it's definitely like not one I'd be like looking to go back to. I know you said the thing about the iPad controlling the room, and I think I said it in my review that the gimmick is fine, but it's like I don't I don't need it. You still have to get up to shut some of the lights off, so it's kind of defeats the purpose a little bit. But um, I don't. I'm, I already said it. I'm not. I'm not really knocking the aesthetic, but I think of all the other resorts that Universal has. Like, yes, I haven't stayed at the mall, but I have walked, I have, my body has walked through every hotel, I believe, on Universal property at this point. Um, like, honestly, I'd rather spend the money. Like, if you were trying to save, you guys are talking about that price point. I'd rather stay, I think, at the other, the, um, the two, the Surfside Inn. Yeah. Surfside, Dockside, um, Dockside. I would stay at any of those. Like, though, yeah. yeah, because also those, I think, like, ultimately the room would be bigger too. You'd have more space in those for the, I don't know the exact square inches, but I will say that, like, even with the big window, I remember thinking, like, the way the setup was in the room is it didn't feel as spacious as other, other hotel rooms I've been it, in. If we would have been looking at the first time I stayed there, I was looking at the parking garage at the roof and I four. And had we had that view versus the one we had, I think we would be a lot more harsh on it. The yeah. one thing that was saving it was the fact that we had a stellar view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you because that really did. I mean, we did look out the window that night and, um, you know, and the view in the morning on the next day was nice too. And so like that does, that does change something, but for, you know, that does add to it. But overall, like, I wouldn't say it's a room I really wanted to like sit in and spend time in. Like I do look at it like that in terms of being like, maybe I, for me, having been in the parks, like what if I wanted to do a staycation and stay in the room and like work? Like it didn't have a very intuitive workspace. Like there was nowhere where I was like, Oh, I can set up my laptop and pretend like I'm going to be a writer this weekend. Like there was none of that. I didn't feel like it was super conducive to that environment for yeah, me. But that's, I think that's a great point to make with it. It's fine if you're going to be go, go, go in the parks all day. But if you're looking for more of that staycation, relax, just lounge around the hotel, this is not. No. Okay. And I, for some people out yeah. there, it will be. I would say the majority of people know. No. And no. I wouldn't stay in that room. Two queen beds. I would not stay in that room with four people. It would it would be yeah, uh, you'd be on top walking of each on each other. other. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I just feel about it. So it's like not a. I'm not. I don't. It's hard because I'm like I don't feel like I'm in the thing where I'm like, oh, this hotel sucked. Like, but it. But it's also one of those where I was like, you know, it's not. It wasn't. I wouldn't. If I'm gonna go book a trip right now, and it's not because I just stayed there. It's not. It's not gonna be. It'd yeah. be the last place I looked. At. I, I will say though, with what you said, uh, for adults, no. Uh, for for. People in a family, two adults, two kids would be fine in that room. Uh, they're smaller; they take up less space. I guess, but that from... sounds like my a nightmare to me. <laughs> like, so I guess that's what I mean, my mom had to deal with when yeah. she brought us to, to, to like Disney and stuff with kids. But... It would have been. I, I think it would be fine for if you go by the standard four person family. I, it's you'd be comfortable in it. For adults, though, it would start to get claustrophobic real fast. It would have to be like that. You know, we don't have a lot of money, so we're all pulling together to get this room as cheap as possible. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, I'm going to learn way too much about the noises you make at night and the noises you make during the day and the smells. Oh, the smells. The, the smells. The smells. The smells. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, I hope that you found this useful. Everyone out there who took the time to listen and watch this. Uh, again, we're not saying don't stay there. I just think that. There's better Let me options. look at somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> if it was like this or staying off site, 
I would still stay here. Stay stay as close yeah. to Universal as you can. But uh, it, there's definitely better things out there with Universal Orlando, and uh, that's exciting. I'm glad we got this out this one out of the way. This was one I was least looking forward to because. It's just not as exciting. So now we have all of the rest of the hotels to cover, and we will continue doing that. We thought we were going to be able to do about one a month. I think it's going to be probably one every other month, maybe some faster, slower, depending on who's around and travel and all that. But we're going to try to knock out all these Universal Orlando hotels so you have the most updated content from these resorts because uh, you know we want you to be able to make the best decisions possible when you're coming to stay here at Universal. And if you need help staying at Universal, again – you can always book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube and want to support us, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section. And if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to leave us a five-star rating and review when possible, that would also be great. Uh, but Rhino, thanks for staying in the room. Hey, uh, less blood next time. Okay, Keep we'll it in the body. <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't bad blood, right? Yeah. Hey. Hey. hey, if it was, now we got problems. Oh. Oh, Erica, I knew you would like that one. Yeah, Erica, thank thanks for coming and hanging out with us for the day here and chatting about it here. Craig, you talked a little bit too much. Let's work on that next time. Okay, buddy. Good. Okay, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Thank you all for taking the time to listen and watch. Truly appreciate it. And we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. Yeah.